The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Welcome to the Beauty is Found Within podcast, hosted by the beautiful Pippa Leslie. Pippa will be speaking about hers, other spiritual stories, perspectives, and journeys, so we can in turn find the right match of resonance that speaks to our heart and souls. Each week, she will be sharing topics around spirituality, manifestation, mindset, self-love, and personal growth, as well as personal interviews with our fellow soul family and friends. Hey guys, welcome back to the Beauty is Found Within podcast. I am so pleased to announce a special friend on the podcast today. We have recently connected and her name is Stephanie. She is an online business coach and actually I met Stephanie through a human design reading. So welcome Stephanie. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Me too. So the listeners are going to be really intrigued to know what human design is because when you get when you gave me that human design reading it literally blew me away I nearly fell off my seat and I know the call I was crying halfway through it and stuff but just tell the listeners about how you fell into human design and just a bit about how special you are and how you know what you do in this world and how you're making an impact Oh, yeah, I remember our call. It was the most mind-blowing reading I've ever done (laughs) in terms of human design (laughs) readings. It was so, so, so special. But I found human design, or literally, I would say, found me around four years ago while I was on a writing retreat in the north of France in a castle, actually. And one of the ladies there was like, at the in the evening at the campfire she was talking about how human design changed her life and she was doing all these new things and writing instead of teaching and those kind of things and I was so intrigued so that evening we all sat together and did our own designs and she just basically did a reading on the spot which was very incredible and that's when it started to follow me around because once you hear about human design, you tend to see it, hear it quite often until you go so deep that you want to understand everything and you do uh, readings and checkups for everyone. And that is how it found me. And it literally, over those four years, changed my direction of business. At that time, I was just a copywriter and a social media manager. And I had my own little business as tourist exclusive where we would travel and write articles about that and we would work with other brands and and such but not to the extent to where I am right now and it actually transformed my business being just me to a team and starting a boutique agency in marketing and then later on really following my own design I'm a projector so I'm here to to guide and not per se 
to work hard. Uh, and I was working really, really hard with the agency. So about a year ago, I stepped down and actually dissolved the agency and only started to focus on coaching women who have a really big mission in the world and want to share that in their unique style. So via marketing, but really relying big on their own strengths and their own capacity and really sharing that mission in a way that fits them. I just love it. And I just find it so fascinating how, because I'm really into, you know, your star signs and all these angel numbers and how much like my partner, Chris, as you know, Stephanie is a scientist. So he kind of, when I talk about human design, how it's like, you know, to do with your own design and your body and your spirit and soul, he was like blown away, to be honest. And even after having the call with you and realizing, it, I, I, it, like, I'm just speechless. Like, I can't even, I think it was probably the, the most amazing reading I've ever had. So anyone listening who wants to find out the human design, definitely get in touch with Stephanie because... It not only just clarified a lot of the things that I was not doubting, but I was kind of like intrigued about myself. It just made me realize I am here to be a generator and I am here to generate positivity, generate people, you know, I I just resonate with it so much. And I feel like once people kind of have that, it's like, it is like your own human design. So you can just, I always flick back to it and I always use the wording. I always use the guidance you gave me. And I just feel like anyone who hasn't had the human design done definitely needs to do it. So I want to really ask you about how you fell into like your spiritual journey. Cause I know we're all spiritual in our own way, but I'm just really intrigued to find out how you fell into it all. Mm. That's a that's a journey, like you say, um, because I grew up very spiritual as my mom is a tarot reader. She's done this my whole life. But growing up as a child, it was very hard for me to explain to other children and to people in my surroundings what my mom was doing for a living. So I was kind of like in this battle between I grew up spiritually and I understand energies and readings and tarot and all those things but also other people quote-unquote normal people don't understand that so I am different or people will not understand if I tell them oh my mom reads cards for a living like how is that normal so I actually fought a lot with my own spirituality and it's only the past three years three four years I would say that I'm openly spiritual and talking about everything uh energies and angels and and signs and whatever um and it was quite a journey to accept that part of myself because I was always like this makes me so different from everyone else. At least I thought it was very different, especially as a teenager. Oh my God, did I rebel (laughs) against spirituality and really being like, no, science is the only thing and you have to follow straight. Like if you cannot see it, you cannot believe it, that kind of crap, basically. Um, And it was a lot of like deconditioning myself and the things that I believed up until that point and seeing what was true for me and I grew up on the secret like that was the the book and the movie and the stuff that that was what I was watching at home not cartoons or anything like those kind of things my mom had me read the celestial prophecy 
prophecy when I was 16. So I was like, okay, if these are the things that other people are reading, like for me, that was very normal. Um, and yeah, I'm actually glad that I went through that because I can relate to people who want to be spiritual, but feel like that is like a thing that you cannot talk about, like a closeted spiritual person. Like I meet a lot of people who are like that. And I'm actually glad I went through that whole process. And now that I can relate to people who want to explore their own spiritual side, but are not so sure how to get and start doing that. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? Because I think with spirituality now, it is so everyone is talking about it it's out there in the world and I think I mean that's what I was always like growing up I wasn't normal but who wants to be normal you Mm -hmm. know I was always the kid who questioned everything I always was the deep thinker and I feel like people listening to this you know there's going to be a lot of people who are still in that spiritual closet as you said Stephanie and I feel like once you come out of that closet it is the most amazing feeling because you can just be yourself and I know you and I would resonate with this message but being yourself is the most empowering thing you can do so I know you do some amazing work I know you do some work with your partner as well and I just want to ask you you what what is your mission in this lifetime like what are you here to do I really want to inspire people like you said to be their best self and to embrace their strengths and use them for themselves and not per se for someone else that's why I I work with online business uh, businesses the most because I feel like I can contribute the most to people who want to share their own message and not per se work for someone else and um, yeah really someone who embraces everything about themselves and sharing that mission with the world that's that's my big mission, to help other people share their mission while me sharing my own mission, kind of, that idea. Yeah, I think it's like when you shine your own light, you help others shine theirs too. I remember having a vision a while ago and it was about lighting my beacon and I just see my beacon like lit at the top of this like mountain and then in turn all the other mountains start to light up and that was the vision I had a few years ago and I just remember thinking you know if I light my beacon every other beacon is going to light as well and it doesn't matter how bright or how big it is you know we're all so different and unique but when we all stand in our truth and we all stand and be authentic you know, other women look at you and think, well, I want to be more like that. And I've got a mission, you know, uh, what is my mission? I think that's one thing as well, which mm-hmm. especially human design helps with is, you know, it's finding out if you don't know what your purpose is, you know, it, it is within the layers of you and it wants to, it wants to be emerged. So I want to talk a bit more about human design, just like, because obviously I'm a generator and how it works, like how can human design help someone with with their life in general? Mm. So human design actually encompasses you as a whole. You, uh, before you were born, actually makes an imprint. And then at the time of your birth, it actually comes out your personality. So it's a combination of both, so to say. And it helps you in making decisions. That's like the most most profound thing I can say about human design it helps you see one who you are and two how to make decisions based on your strategy and your authority and that is really what blows my mind every single time is how easy it is once you are living your design to 
grow as a person, grow your business, grow your network, grow whatever you want to grow, because it, it becomes so easy once you start embracing your your own design, your uniqueness. And it human design really shows what is unique for you and what you're here to do on this planet and how you can do that. Um, so for example, you being a generator, it's to respond, right? So it's not going out and initiating things, but it's responding to what life and people are showing you and then coming up with ideas or courses or uh, content or whatever in response to something that is happening in your environment. And you have in human design five different types. So depending on your type, you have um, a strategy and that strategy helps you to live your purpose. Yeah, and my strategy was just like so spot on. And it's funny because when I reached out to you and found you and then we did the reading, it just came at the exact right moment for me. And that's obviously everything with divine timing. So I want to delve into your gifts because I know you said you grew up with your mom when she was a tarot reader. So I know all of us have our own special unique gifts, but what would you say your unique gifts are uh, in this world right now? Yeah, it's a good question because I rarely talk about this part, actually. And what is super easy for me, but what I rarely share in this kind of wording is that I see people. I see through all the layers of people. So I see the good in someone and the doubts or the shadow parts in someone. And for me, it's so obvious. Like I can ask you a question that goes so deep to your core that you realize something and you have an insight just by me really sparking that little thing inside of you. And I think that's my biggest gift as to how easy it is for me to truly see someone for a hundred percent who they are. I love that. And I'm quite similar. You know, I can, like you said, you can ask certain questions and it really gets to those layers in people and, that's where I really resonated with you, Stephanie, because we were so alike on the call. And it's like, yeah. it was like we'd known each other for like years and past lives. And it was, it's it's just amazing. I, I love how it's not, because it's, it's funny, because it's not like you're judging the person. It's not that. It's just, you can look at a person. And for me, I can see if they're hurt, if they're heartbroken, you know, if they're really like up leveling, you know, wherever they are in the, in, in the stage in life, I just feel like, we can just sense it because we are really embracing our gifts. You know, it's not like, you know, and the thing is with being like spiritually gifted is it, it does not mean that we are better than anyone else. Yeah. It really does not mean that that is the ego talk. But what it means is that we actually embrace that part of us. Cause I truly believe that every single one of us on this planet is gifted in some sort of way. And I know there's four main gifts is in the clairvoyance and the, I think it's clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, and claircognience. I truly believe that each one of us has at least one of those. And, you know, if you're not embracing who you are, whether it's through hum your human design, you know, whatever whatever you, you're embracing right now in your life, you know, if you're not living truly by who you are, you know, you're going to miss the chance of actually realizing that you're so gifted. We're all so gifted and it's, it. I, it it blows my mind just to know how much you know if we all stepped into that power and mm -hmm. we all stepped and embraced ourselves how much the world would be different 
Mm-hmm. That That is what it's all about, right? That's what we both actually do with people is to really help them step into their own light and be the leader or whatever they are designed to do is to help them do just that. But not only do that, but see that people might take steps and do actions, but they don't see their own gifts and their uniqueness. And I feel like you said that that is what is quote unquote missing right now if we would all embrace ourselves as who we are as all the thing, all the good things and the quote unquote bad things that makes up who we are and there's no one like you and there's no one like me and there's no one like whoever is listening to this so that uniqueness is what makes life beautiful for me yeah it's I always say that as as like a an opening line you know there there never has been and there never will be anyone quite like you so you know why be try why try and be someone different and I feel like when you start to realize your own gifts and your strengths it the the key for me like you mentioned earlier Stephanie is just the belief you know you can know you could be listening to this now and know that oh okay I'm gifted I'm quite intuitive or you know I have spoke to spirit since I was a little kid but you don't want to you don't want to embrace that because of fear. You know, it is it is the belief. You know, you are here with a divine mission. And when you start believing in yourself, you know, it's that whole, I want to get this right now because I always get it wrong. It's you instead of saying, I'll believe it when I see it, it's the opposite. It is I, I'll see it, I will see it when I believe it. It's yes. because when you have that belief in something greater, everything changes like I don't know if you've had this yet, Stephanie. I think you have, but have you had your quantum moment yet? Not that I would say like how you describe it because we just had a conversation about this for you and I cannot really remember that there was something like that for me. Yeah, maybe because this is what I was trying to say to a few people because I've actually like done a bit of like research and asked people, you know, have you had a quantum moment? And the thing is that, it could literally have been an awakening, but I think everyone's quantum moment is completely different. You know, mine was really spectacular, but I think that was because it had to be because it's it's because it's because it's mine. It's my own quantum moment. But I feel like I'm reading the book now about quantum change, and I laugh at some of the stories because some people would just be like literally sat on the toilet or in the shower or brushing the teeth or mopping the kitchen and it just a wave just comes over them and it kind of like everything makes sense that is like I've obviously I found it hard to explain when we spoke about it the other day because it is like it is indescribable there is no words to describe it but I do truly believe that we all will have one and maybe you have but maybe you had yours when you were little especially being gifted so young Mm, yeah, like I don't really consciously remember something like that. Although that there are brief moments where I feel like everything is so aligned and like sparkly and I feel like I can see brighter than I normally do. Like that happens occasionally, but it's not like it's blowing my mind, I would say. Yeah, because I think with me, it was the actual moment was mind-blowing but I think since then it is it's like I've had a new pair of eyes put in my head (laughs) literally Mm. when I'm out walking the dog you know everything's you know the sky's bluer the plants are greener like you just said then yeah everything's brighter everything just even like when like obviously my connection to animals is insane like I have so many amazing stories about animals but I want to ask you about some of your 
your moments where you've been, I don't know, like say something you're proud of or something that, you know, something that's happened to you that, you know, has made you realize like, wow, this, this world is more than what we actually just think of it. I have it a lot when I'm around smaller children. I don't know why, but I tend to attract kids into my life for some reason. I used to be a teacher before this as well, so maybe that's something. But um, there was this moment when I first set off into my digital nomad lifestyle where I sold everything, my house and everything in Belgium. And we were living on this really beautiful... Um, B&B in the middle of nowhere in the south of France and we were house sitting but the kids of this family were also there the parents were just a weekend away and we were taking care of their three kids and um, we decided to camp one night out in the open and uh, it was so dark that you could see all the stars it was so incredible. And this two-year-old, she was sleeping inside my little sleeping bag. And she was like, you are like an angel and the stars in your eyes are brighter than the stars in the sky. And I was like, what What are you saying? Like, And that like literally blew my mind, that moment when we were just, me and my partner and these three kids that we new for a month and we were just sleeping outside it was so so magical to have that experience I love that and it's like I keep thinking of you know moments where people have just took it for granted you know even for like Saturday evening I was in Glastonbury this weekend and we booked an outdoor cinema and we prayed that the weather would stay good and it did and we're watching The Greatest Showman and for one moment we were sat on the grass and for a moment Chris just lay back and he just tapped me because obviously we were like mid watching the show and I just looked up and the like it was funny because as I looked up one of the songs started singing about you know the, the stars and I was like oh my goodness and I just little moments like that but mm-hmm. I believe so many of us you know this was me as well we were constantly in a rush we're constantly looking for something. We're constantly like, you know, rushing here, rushing that, thinking of what's what's for dinner, what's for lunch, what's for breakfast, blah, 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 blah. But we don't actually stop and think about the present moment. And when you're in that present moment, like how much can happen in that present moment? Like it's just embracing that there's more to life than actually what you already see now. Even now where I am and where you are, Stephanie, we know there's more. There is always going to be more than what we're, what level we're at. There's so, always the next level. Yeah. Like I feel like it, when I had my quantum moment, I... I for the for the first two weeks after that I was thinking well what 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 now like what do I do now like is there going to be more and to be honest that was kind of my big moment but then since then I have been having little quantum leaps which are amazing you know they are they kind of like read like they kind of like restart it if that makes sense like they kind of just give me a little bit, bit of a nudge to say look where you are look how far you've come so I want to know what has been your biggest challenge and how you overcome it. Oh, that is a difficult question. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'd ask one. <laughs> yeah. Well, my biggest challenge, um, I would say right now it's letting go of control 
because I am currently quote unquote stuck in Malaysia um, because I normally travel every three to six months to a new country and then we live there for a bit and then we move on. And now with everything that's happening with Corona and stuff, we have been here for the past seven months and this is not my normal. So it means I'm putting my life on hold kind of and letting it control by the government that is here but also control by everything that's happening in the media and letting that control go and trusting in that everything will work out as it's supposed to happen that is like my recurring team at the moment so I was actually this morning listening to a song that by the title I didn't look at the title because it was just a Spotify playlist it was titled letting go of control and I was like crying (laughs) because I was like okay I get it this is my theme I have to let go of control so that's why I actually went to the pool today and take a break because I normally tend to quite work really hard during the day and I was like okay letting go of control I will not work six seven hours at a time because I'm a projector so I'm not here to really hustle and that little letting go of control song set off me taking a break me chilling during the day so that is what I'm doing right now as in that's the challenge that I'm currently facing and the little steps that I'm taking along the way as well yeah that's my biggest challenge letting go of outcome so it's similar Mm. it's kind of like I'm the same as you Stephanie it's funny because we're like we're like the same soul it's I I'm dying to travel. I am like dying to get on a plane. I'm dying to, you know, go to my next destination. And it is tough. But I think, again, it's like this corona is out of our control. And, you know, letting go of outcome is hard, especially when you have a kind of routine or you like to do it a certain way. And again, it's them little signs, you know, those signs happen daily. Like me, like Chris and I see them daily. I see them daily. And if you're not living in a present moment, if you're not actually looking at life, you know, and just, just for today, I know we have to plan in advance for certain things, but you know, spiritually just being present, there's, there's so much out there. Like the, the spirit and the universe are trying to talk to you all the time through signs, through numbers. And like you said, that song on on the Spotify playlist, that is a prime example of how it works. You know, that's your theme that you're working on. So I want to ask you something because I'm really intrigued to ask you this myself anyway. Who are your inspirational people that you look up to? I know you know that mine is Wayne Dyer, but I just want to kind of ask you who you look up to that way. Mm. In that way, I'm... don't really know I really like Oprah (laughs) I don't know that's like a like a traditional answer I would say um who else it it, I don't know there's not really someone that I'm now like really focused upon I would say let me go through my brain but I have these phases where I'm either really hooked on other people's content and then I have phases where I don't watch or do anything. And oh, what I'm, and this is not really a person, but it is interesting to watch as I'm uh, re watching the Avatar, The Last Airbender on Netflix. And it's like the master of, of the four elements, and it's like actually for kids, but it's super fun and easy 
to just watch and it's it's spiking this whole elements thing like fire water air and earth and like how you connect to your own element and all these little things and it's a lot of like letting go of control haha <laughs> there it is again um but that series right now is kind of captivating for me so if i'm like at season two in like a week <laughs> i kind of binge watched season one yeah, I love things like that because obviously I, I like Disney and like when I rewatch Disney, there's always a hidden message that I've never seen before. And I'm like, how many times I watch this movie and for like the 25th time I've just seen a message that I've never even picked up before. So it kind of, it kind of goes wherever you are in your like, like you said, you could be at a certain point in your life where you want to like watch other people's content and then it's like a Netflix series, you know, whatever it is. I think that's the calling, isn't it, as well? Like your soul is calling you to watch certain people or do certain things. So my last question to you today, Stephanie, is do you have a spiritual practice? And what if you do, what does it look like? I do, actually. So in the morning, I tend to free write. And in free writing, anything can come up. So I can ask a question to source or I can ask a question to my inner guidance or to my uh, teachers or whatever. So that could be, for me, is like a spiritual practice. And then I just write. It's kind of like channeling, I would say. And then every Monday on my Instagram stories, I do this, but I do this for myself as well. I do a mini tarot reading. So I let people pick a card. And then based on that card, I share a message that's like general for that week, but I do that for myself as well. So I tend to plan my week based on my card reading for the week. And I do a bigger one for the month as well. And that's just for myself. I don't really do this for other people, but that's what really helps me connect to something higher than myself. And I would say I tend to do a lot of gratitude stuff. So every evening I write down at least five things. I have like this diary that's special for this five things that I'm grateful for. And that's not just like, oh, I'm grateful for this new client, but I could also be, I'm grateful that my partner made me breakfast this morning, like the little things, just to be present in the moment as well. I love that. And it's, it is so necessary and everyone's so different. Like my next level is to start free writing because I tend to meditate and then I start to channel and then whatever comes through to me in the channel, I just write it down straight away and then I elaborate on it. And that's kind of like eventually how you write a book, isn't it really? It's just that, you know, you're channeling and you, you know, it's fine that quiet space. Well, I've just literally set up my altar because I was putting it off because I knew I was selling the house and I was like, no, I need some sacred space in my back room so I can just sit and chant and meditate and it's so important but again it's finding what what resonates with you and your soul you know some people may want to meditate daily you know do yoga daily and again it is it is super special but I love how you do the tarot cards because I do them in my group as well Uh, so that leads me to where can people find you for these lovely tarot card readings and just to see your beautiful content Everything I do is on Instagram. Like this is the main platform I hang out and that yeah. would be at stephanie.smolders. Um, but I also have a website. I have everything, but I tend to hang out a lot there and then a little bit on my podcast, but that's a lot more business related. Amazing. Well, what I'll do is I'll put all the links, how you can find Stephanie in the show notes. But I want to say thank you so much, Stephanie, for coming on. I just could talk to you for hours and you're such a special soul. I just, I love you so much. Same. I'm so grateful that we met through the internet and that actually it brought us together in such a special way. 
me too i hope you've enjoyed this interview guys uh, make sure you reach out to stephanie she really is a beautiful soul and i hope you have a beautiful day wherever you are i will chat to you soon bye for now Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.